Today on Truth is Not Truth, we're going to cover the Israel-Hamas war. We're going to ask the question, is Israel an apartheid state? Truth is not treason, and I am Linux, and he is Dietrich. You know, with everything that is happening in Israel, we may be talking about this for a while. And we want to just pause here for a moment and just say we hate what has happened with Israel and Hamas, the 1,400 Jews that were killed by Hamas, including 32 Americans. And our heart is broken about that. And we're also sad about the counteroffensive that Israel launched and 3,200 of Palestinians or Hamas terrorists were killed. We don't want anyone to lose their lives. And we especially don't want war, but we do understand that any nation should be able to defend itself. There are a lot of things, though, that are being said about Israel that are not true. And we want to try to expose those lies. You know, when the media is lying about these things, they're trying to distort reality. Yeah, they're wanting you to believe what's not factual. Now, we're living in a day where there can seem to be an overwhelming amount of lies. Now, we're going to cut through these lies and we're going to fight for the truth. So one of the things that Israel is being accused of, it's the, the accusation that Israel is an apartheid state. That's being thrown around so much. There are people out there that want us to believe this and dare not question it. Now, I know this can be a confusing thing, but we're going to look at this. We're going to define what an apartheid state actually means or is, and why would it be said about Israel? And we're definitely going to see, is it really true? So let's start off by defining what is apartheid. Now, according to Britannica, apartheid is the name of a policy that govern relations between the white minority and the black majority in South Africa during the second half of the 20th century. Now, the apartheid name was first used in about 1948 to describe racial segregation policies that were embraced by the white minority government. So in other words, what Dietrich said was that in South Africa during this period of time, a white minority, a small group of white people were in control, were in power over the black majority because most of the people living there were, they were African. These white people that were in charge made laws that determined what blacks there were allowed to do. And there was this organization called Amnesty International who does believe and accuse Israel of apartheid defines it like this. It said, apartheid can be best understood as a system of prolonged and cruel discriminatory treatment by one racial group of members, in this case, whites, with the intention to control the second racial group, which happened to be blacks in this case. So what were the characteristics of apartheid in South Africa? Those who were black were not allowed to have free press. In other words, if you were black, you couldn't have a newspaper. You couldn't have a radio station. You were not allowed to publicly express your opinion. Those who were black were not allowed to have certain jobs. Any job that was considered important, 
they were not allowed to have. Blacks could not be voted into any public office. So if you were running for mayor of a certain town and you were black, it wasn't allowed. Blacks went to separate schools from whites. There were separate entrances in hospitals or government buildings or any place where the two groups would mix. There was a separate entrance for blacks. And blacks were not allowed to own land. So this is what apartheid looked like in South Africa. Yeah, these were the main characteristics. And there are many people out there who are saying that Israel is an apartheid state. Some of those people are here in our government in the United States. One of them is Rashida Tlaib. I'm not even going to call her a representative, although she does hold a position in the House of Representatives and she's standing in front of Congress, who she herself, by the way, is a Palestinian. And this is what she's saying about Israel. But we're here again, reaffirming Congress support for apartheid. And let's just get this record straight here. This is not something that's made up. The United Nation, Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, Israel's own largest human rights organization, Beit Salem, all agree that Israel is an apartheid state. To assert otherwise, Mr. Speaker, in the face of this Just body of evidence is an attempt to deny the reality and to normalize violence of apartheid. Now, she's not the only one who has said this. Cori Bush, who is also a member of the House of Representatives, she's a Democrat and she's a member of the squad, which is the same group that Rashida Tlaib's from. She made the same claim. Now, there's many out there who are acting and saying this as if it's some kind of a fact that Israel is an apartheid state. So Dietrich defined apartheid earlier by listing all those characteristics. Another simple way of saying it, it's basically legally enforced racism within a nation. And this happened in South Africa for about 50 years. It ended somewhere in the 90s, 1990s. It's no longer that way. But that was what it was like in South Africa. And there are people who are claiming that this is currently happening in Israel. So is this accurate? Is Israel an apartheid state? So for the most accurate answer we could find, let's go to Meshua Lakota. So who is that? Lakota was an anti-apartheid activist who was a politician in South Africa after apartheid fell. He spent time in Israel. I want you to listen to what he has to say about Israel. His story is actually coming from an article from the Jerusalem Post, and the link is in our podcast episode description. Here's what he said. Now, this is a man who fought against apartheid. He fought against apartheid. And so he knows what it is. And this is what he had to say about both of these things, Israel and apartheid. He said that Israel cannot be compared to an apartheid state. Lakota. Now, here's the guy. He served time in prison along Nelson Mandela. So who's Nelson Mandela? He was the primary figure that fought against apartheid in South Africa. He was put in jail for it. So again, that's what South African apartheid was like. You speak against the white minority, you're thrown in jail. Lakota was thrown in jail too. After apartheid fell, when Nelson Mandela became the leader of South Africa, Lakota was South Africa's defense minister. And he said there is no comparison between apartheid and Israel. This is what he said. And I quote, I was in Israel, my brother, 
In Israel, you won't find the same divisions between Jews and non-Jews that we used to witness during apartheid in South Africa. There are no segregated buses for different ethnic groups like Jews and Arabs. Yeah, he went on to say, in Israel, everybody boards the same bus. They travel wherever they need to, and they disembark as they wish. There is no apartheid in Israel. Those are his words. There is no apartheid in Israel, not even within their schools. They allow Jews and non-Jews to be in the same classroom, and non-Jewish teachers can teach Jews. This is nowhere near the case in apartheid South Africa. Lakota admitted that he did not always believe this. He said, and I quote, I once held the assumption, as we did in South Africa, that most Jews supported apartheid. I always had this idea that all the Jews are in one corner and the others are in the other, but that's not the case. But upon visiting Israel, he was surprised to find that in the parliament, in their Israel's government, there were Arabs who were members of that government. And they were all sitting together, Jews and Arabs. And so as you can see, in words of someone who understood what apartheid was, because he lived under it and fought against it, he could see that there is nothing in Israel that resembles an apartheid state. And I just want to point out, Rashida Tlaib is accusing Israel of being that. But I would take this guy's word over hers because he's the one who actually fought against an actual apartheid. Yeah, he lived in South Africa. She's never lived in South Africa. She doesn't know what it was like there. She just hates Israel. Yeah. Yeah, so Arabs hold positions in government. Arab teachers are teaching Jewish children. Palestinians can go where they wish. All things that did not exist in apartheid South Africa. So then this leads to the question, why would someone want to call Israel this? This is what it comes down to. I want you to listen to the words of U.S. Representative out of the state of Washington, Pramila Jayapal. She said this to a group of people who were protesting Israel retaliating against Hamas. This is what she said. She said, and I quote, hey, guys, can I say something? Can I say something as somebody that's been in the streets and has participated in a lot of demonstrations? I want you to know that we have been fighting to make it clear that Israel is a racist state, Hmm. unquote. Hmm. Yeah, having Arabs in government in Israel, giving them just the same rights as the Jews, doesn't sound racist to me. And notice she later walks that comment back, but oops, in our humble opinion at Truth is Now Treason, I think you have revealed who you are, and it is too little too late. This is what it is all about. We all know it. Racism is despicable. It's vile, it's evil, and it's unchristlike through and through. Anybody who loves God knows this. Anybody who loves other people know this. We judge people based on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And these people like Rashida Tlaib or this Pramila Jayapal and her ilk, They all want you to judge an entire nation of people, the nation of Israel, based off of their demented and racist views. They hate Israel, like Dietrich said earlier, and they want to paint the entire nation 
as one that discriminates against people who are not Jewish. And this is clearly not the case. Yeah, what I would love to hear from these people who are saying these horrible things about Israel, why aren't they saying anything about the nations surrounding Israel? All these Arab nations surrounding Israel where you get killed for being a Jew, you get killed for being a Christian, you get killed for being a homosexual. Why is nothing being said about them? The facts are clear. The racism is not in the nation of Israel. It's found in those who hate Israel. Rashida Tlaib, she spouts racism and anti-Semitic statements constantly. And Pramila Jayapal does the exact same thing. Yeah, isn't it hilarious when we hear anti-Semites calling someone else, in this case, Israel, racist, and they want to delegitimize Israel, and they want others to believe this lie about Israel. You know, Israel is a nation that is a beacon of hope in the middle of a morass of hatred, racism, and the destruction of humans based on their religion. And I just find it interesting that she's standing accusing Israel but she's standing for Hamas, who would actually discriminate and even kill the LGBT community. That, to me, is hypocritical. This is, again, a group of people calling what is evil good and good evil. Huh. Doesn't that sound like something we've talked about here before at Truth Is Now Treason? We sure have (laughs) in our series called You Can't Handle It. Yeah. We must never stand by and allow this. We must stand for what is good and right. And this is what Israel is through and through, as Lennox said so eloquently before, and it was eloquent because it was my words. (laughs) Israel is a beacon of hope, and there's a lot of people who hate that. We here at Truth Is Now Treason stand with Israel. Matter of fact, we are very proud to stand with Israel. Now, we do hate that this war has happened, but make no mistake, we firmly believe in Israel's right to attack those who unjustly attack them. And this is the case for any nation, no matter who they are. Only a fool would have said that the United States was wrong for attacking Japan after Pearl Harbor. It is the same thing that has happened with Israel. The attack was unprovoked, and it must be responded to. Benjamin Netanyahu, I think, is an amazing man. And I do believe that God has placed him in Israel for a time like this. Please, God, give Israel the strength, give Netanyahu the wisdom, guide him so that he does act decisively and with wisdom. Until Until next time, time, my fellow fellow traders. traders.